shit. It's getting more crazy every week. Oh. I started off with a uh -huh, and I went into this. Ladies and gentlemen, how you doing out there? This is Intergalactic Interviews. I believe this is episode... 86. Uh, 80, is it 86? I think it might be 85. Yeah. Savage, 85 Savage Edra. 86 was a good year. Expo yeah. one. I was born Hold there. On. 85 is Steve so, Kitchen. Won the championship. Expo. 85 is Steve <laughs> Kitchen and 86 is this week with our illustrious guest, whom I'll mention in one moment. But if you're watching YouTube, you might already know because maybe we've had a view already. I don't know. Seamart's in charge of that shit. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Intergalactic Interviews. My name is MD. Some people call me Jamie. It's my immediate hard right is uh, a man, good man, good friend, great guy, great dude. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Saavedra, a.k.a. Savage Edra. Let's get a little Savage And uh, running on cameras today, ladies and gentlemen, please, if I can, introduce with the utmost respect. Uh, some people know him as Seymour, which is incorrect. It is, in That's, fact, C-Mart. Yeah. We love him. Ladies and gentlemen, Chris Martin on the board. Yeah. right there. Yeah. Yeah. God damn. God damn it. And, and I know him, which is even, you know, it's fucked up. Anyway, so <laughs> let's talk about this, guys. You know what? There's a great opportunity right now. If you are in Vancouver or the lower mainland and you want to go ahead and check out the greatest isolation, total, solitary, single, greatest experience you can give yourself right now, it's a spa for your mind. It's amazing. It is called Float House. Mm. And if you go to floathouse.ca right now, you can get yourself an excellent deal. If you use our podcast promo code, IIPODCAST. That gives you 20% off your next float. Seriously, basically just giving the stuff away. It's so amazing. It's, it's Like I said, it's a spa for your mind. You get your own personal tank. You get your own house coat, slippers. They totally treat you. It's just a totally tranquil, serenity-filled space. And you know what something I love is the, the people here, the staff are so knowledgeable and so supportive. It's, it's just a beautiful place. When you walk in, you just take a deep breath. <sighs> Mm, it just it just feels relaxing and normal and natural and everyone here is super cool it's a cool community and if you go to floathouse.ca right now uh, <laughs> you can find yourself uh, checking out the premier isolation tank experience in the lower mainland now ladies and gentlemen that being said uh, should I say the podcast promo code one more time one yeah more time. One I, more I podcast make sure you use that up there 20% off come on lets them know you're listening and uh, also gives you a great deal now Today. Crazy experience. Crazy. It's a crazy experience. It is. Shout outs to the dude Koi, man. Yeah. He's hooked it up. Koi Lido. Koi Lido. I gotta say, Koi was was a very big part in this, and I would never have made that connection uh, had it not been when I met him in studio at Amp Records uh, via via a session with Jacob Evolve. He came to listen to some cuts off uh, an album we've been putting together for a while. But that being said. I'm gonna jump into that real quick. Let me uh, let me break it down for who we have uh, in person here. I'm sitting here. I'm rocking with the world famous. I'm sitting here uh, hanging out with uh, these guys. Are like straight up family. This might have been the least prep I've ever done for a show. Just because like <laughs> that's good. That's I can good. Yeah, that's good. I can basically just like text these guys and know what's going on. Um, uh, the, these guys are in a group. Um, one of my favorite groups from the city. Uh, I, I've been I've been in on this since like the ground floor since day one mm -hmm. since straight the Rupert up house sdoe since, since the right. basement since the basement <laughs> and the uh ground floor. you know without further ado ladies and gentlemen please give it up for uh mega group kinetic intelligence developing soul kids yeah what's going on uh Hey. Now, if we're on camera right now, just so people can see what's going on from your immediate left to right, I'm looking at Jacob Evolved, Calvin, Monroe, Mizzy Miz, 
and uh, you guys are rad, man. How's it going? Oh, excellent. Good, yeah. man. That's awesome, good, man. I'm fucking yeah. glad to hear that because, like, straight up, the logistics of this show are pretty wild. People are probably already noticing we're like super crammed into this there's room. There's two mics. Make it sitting, happen. They're sitting quite close. It's like, oh yeah, like uh, when we were trying to put this together, I was like, guys, I don't know. The the booth is really only set up for like two guests max, maybe. You know, like, and it's like. No, 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 we'll do it. I was like, okay, this is embarrassing, but can you bring stools? And they're like, yes. And then I still had to get another stool even because I, I, fuck, I fucked up and told you only bring two. But here we are. Made it Resourceful out. Resourceful always yeah. making it yeah. good stools, yeah, this, man. They this, look good. They do look good. Look at them. You can't this isn't as tight <laughs> as Baddock's, Baddock's apartment in Kelowna that time when we slept with sardines on the floor and sleeping bags. In like, his kitchen. Yeah. yeah, in his kitchen. That's paying dudes right there. Yeah. Hard up on the floor. Yeah. Now, now, that being said, paying a lot of dudes, but you guys are heading out on the road tomorrow. Now, when this comes out, uh, you'll already be on the road. Yes. Uh, yeah. But you guys are heading out very shortly. Um, just doing everything possible right now to get yourselves ready. We met up before the show, and I think you guys did like like a merch pickup, basically. You guys got uh, hooked yeah. up. Uh, you see Jacob yeah. Valls rocking the crew right now. Vancouver the crew neck, VNCBR, right man. Yeah, that's yeah, right. So they helped VNCBR. us up with a few tings. Yeah, and those then, guys of course, nice guys. Brad from uh, DUI, DUI. Well. hooked that's up right, some man. hats and whatnot. I'm rocking this one from uh, last last tour, I think. Ooh, this one right yes. Still crisp. You take care of your shit. That's I very do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Always, you know what you do? You always gotta you gotta wash your shit inside out. Yeah, that's inside out. And then you gotta hang. Do you wash it? You gotta hang dry. Hang dry. Wash it inside out. Hang dry. Wash it. And and you know like it's funny, man. You ever meet uh like like uh i was you know i started dating liz a long time ago uh i i was like taking like impeccable care of my things in a way that maybe she'd never seen like a male do before and i was trying to explain to her like the hip-hop culture behind that which is just like it's just like i'm like my shoes need to be fucking da 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 you know like, i gotta i gotta take a toothbrush to this you ever take yeah. a toothbrush to your laces and she's like i don't even do that shit yeah. to my own shoes I'm like, well, you need to take better care of your shit. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that kind of stuff, you know. But uh, no, no, like, like all real, like on the real though, like that's that kind of is part of it is like being aware of how you're being presented, your image and and your branding and things like that. And uh, I don't know, it, it's kind of funny the way things have been moving lately. You guys are going on tour. What's uh, what's like your first stop, the very first stop? Where are you guys going? Kenora. 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 hometown, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Guess what? Guess what venue we're doing? I think you guys are gonna probably play. I'm just throwing it out there. I don't know. Maybe shooters. Oh. Yeah. You're gonna make all these because that's the hippity, that's the hippity hoppest venue in that city. Oh, so dude. Shout out I, yeah. to West Romanac for we, always showing us love. We played shooters how many? So many so times. Many times yeah. So many times. That's um, like home base, right? Yeah, that's man, home field. I love, I love, uh, I love West man. He's always, he's always been really good to us out there. But like, you know, you got your bro. Yeah, your brother's yeah, going to be actually, kicking it. I, I, I just saw the bill, and North Shore is going to be opening for you guys. That's what's up. hilarious. So good, man. Love that. Awesome. That's some crew love, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Like, You know what's funny about this is uh, uh, th that's kind of the eclectic nature that we all kind of maybe come from the background of. It's like we all have this appreciation of it. And then it's funny when you get to like a larger city where you can like – you know, break apart your genres into these like single cell organisms, essentially, where it's like we only do hip hop shows or we only do like these whatever. Mm. I mean, I think the last time I was even on a bill with you guys, we had like, like like Newbinson played, like like yeah. yeah. Alliance was on it. Kellen Sape. Oh, Kellen Sape. Yeah. Oh, that's Chaplin, right. Some soul R and B. Didn't Kellen Sape just have a baby? He did. Shout yes. out to his baby. That's right. I think it's Esme. Esme. Yeah. Esme. 
Is that, the, is that how he named his daughter? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yo, he, the man had this big beard, and I saw him post yesterday on Facebook that he his, his uh, baby girl didn't like the feeling of the beard, so he shaved it off. He just got this he's dust. Got he's just got dust. a dust. <laughs> he's mag- he calls it the Magnum P.I. dust. He's got a, like a womb broom. That's yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah, dog. So, it's like this heart- heartfelt moment. He's going to play this back and be like, not a womb broom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. a duster. That's Big cool. up Sam yeah. and his wife, Amy. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I gotta tell you, I I recently actually shaved this fucker down all the way, like pretty. That face blanket. Oh, face blanket. You <laughs> yeah. got a huge face blanket. Yeah, Look at long. you, killer. Look at that. Shows this guy on camera right now. Look at hey, that beard. Look at me. It's mostly beard on camera right now. I'm looking. It's mostly. You know what's funny is. Shut up, you guys are offensive. Every day. Oh yeah. You... <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> what if your beard no, was one of us? Like, <laughs> Yo. You know what's fucked? I've been trying for almost 30 years, bro. Man, <laughs> sometimes you got like a real dirty Sanchez though. You yeah, got, I go Mexican. You got filthy, I'm Mexipino. filthy Sanchez sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes I see you and I haven't seen you in a while and, and it'll just be like, you know, just darker above your lip. And I'll be like, what's going on with that? And you're like, <laughs> did you not wipe the soy sauce off the top of your I think you sprayed yeah. some Oops. on your face. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, just, I think it's funny. But like, let me tell you the, the troubles of having a beard like that, though, Mizzy. Straight up, uh, every day you wake up, I'm going to explain Calvin's life right now. Every day you wake up and you're like, fuck, today's the day. I'm shaving it. And then, no. And then you just live another day. And then someone will randomly, on your worst day with it, where you're just like, oh, it's so much to handle. You're, on your worst day, someone will come up and be like, yo, man, nice beard. And you'd be like, <laughs> and you'd be like, fuck. And you know why I know this? Vedra knows these struggles. That's how I know this. And yeah. so Vedra, he put me onto this, basically. I was like, you got a good look. Let me copy it exactly. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, like, exactly? I was like, yeah, man, like, you know, just like a carbon. Copy, you know. It's funny, man. Well, okay, so you guys going to Kenora? Why don't you list the dates off real quickly, real in a, in a row? Do you know off head? Yeah, I think so. Kenora is Friday, April 29th at Shooters, and then we head to Montreal. Not Montreal. Try again. We Toronto. It's a hard line. It's straight to Montreal. <laughs> no, but even just as hard as it's right to Toronto for Canadian Music Week. We play Adelaide, Adelaide Hall on May 5th at 8 p.m. Wow, it's gonna be a big show. Yeah, and we might have a yeah. second showcase too, but we have oh, really? no word on that. Yeah. Okay, that's a good look. So from Kenora to Toronto, that's like a good twenty-nine hours in a v- van. It takes mm-hmm. just as long to get to Toronto from Kenora, our hometown, as it does. It's actually, I think, a, a two hours less, but from Vancouver to Kenora. Yeah, isn't that that's monster? Yeah. Right? Well, that's most of that's a straight line. Sense, it's a, yeah. Yeah, it's so much easier. And you can, and you can speed like yes, 95% yes. of the way. Yes. Until, until Manitoba, yeah. you are good until for Manitoba. Manitoba. Yeah. Oh my God. It's actually like Vancouver to uh, Whitehorse. Why really? About that. I remember being yeah. on the road with Ali, Ali Dehesh once, and I woke up mid-Saskatchewan, which is like, he's from Saskatchewan, right? And uh, I remember being on the road, and, and like I was like, mm, where are we? And I look at the meter, and it's just redlined. Like, just he's just like 200 or something like that. I'm like, are we going 200? He's like, he's like, it's okay, MD. Don't worry. I'm like, it's not. Is it? Okay, I guess it's okay. Yo, Ali loves to whip it straight crazy up. Crazy yeah. styles. He yeah. knows it. He knows it. Yeah. Dude, man. Yeah. I, I just put your seatbelts on. Yeah. That's right, man. 
Yeah, he, actually, I saw him here a couple weeks back. He was actually just leaving a float, like just being a patron. Yeah. And I, he was like, what? You're just doing the show? I'm like, yeah, man. It's cool. <laughs> I have to have him on the show That's very dope. soon. Yeah man. yeah, man. So then what? Okay, so so Kenora, Toronto, then what? Do you want me to just keep going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. just keep okay. going. Roll it. Roll it. Roll it. Right. I said it's like a fucking elephant, right? So I, I got this shit memorized by Sort now. that out. <laughs> uh, Thursday, May 12th, we are at Loblops in Sault Ste. Marie. Oh, yeah. And then the 13th of May, we're at Saturday. Uh, we're in Wawa at the lakeside. It's going to be a big Lake shoe. Oh, see, maybe not Lake that elephant. Bob. It's going to be a big shoe. <laughs> big shoe. It's yeah. a big show Friday right there. Friday the 13th yep. in Wawa. That's a weird one. That's yeah. my birthday. Yeah, you guys yeah, are going to be performing in Wawa on my birthday. Maybe well, we'll I'll f- crazy. crazy. We'll Skype you, Maybe I'll fly in. <laughs> Get it. Get it. Right? They're like, direct? I'm like, yeah, it's like nine grand direct or something like that. They're like, all right. We'll yeah, alter like the charter of like a nine-person plane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd have to rock bearskin airlines or some shit like <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> Yo, on that tiny little like twelve-person plane. Yeah. Oh. The goose. I'd have to rock the goose. Bearskin. You just fly in on a goose. It'd be like yeah. never-ending story shit. Just, just a straight-up goose. Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah. No, that's cool. So, so Wawa, and then what? Then the next day, Saturday, May fourteenth, we're at the West Fort in Thunder Bay. Man, Thunder these guys Bay. don't stop. Don't then stop. we have a little bit of break. We'll be kicking in Kenora for a bit, and then we'll head to Alberta. Lake of the Woods. Yeah, shout out to Lake of the Woods and yeah, Orlo dude. for Ripper. Fucking big O. Big O, man. That's dope. Dude. Yeah, um, but in Alberta, we do uh, Friday the 20th at Distortion, uh, which is in Calgary. And then the 21st is looking like Red Deer. We have the venue t- to be announced. You guys doing that with... Uh, Ops. Yeah, synthetics. Yeah. Nice. He's actually, he actually helped link a lot of the Alberta tours. So shout out to Mark Goley. That's and Mark, good, man. He's, he's marked up entertainment now. Is it marked up? Marked up now, yeah. Oh, I, I said the wrong name. It's okay. But that, I yeah, think he's doing really well for himself. Though. He's doing very well. So he, shout out to Mark Goley. We love that guy. I talked, Ops, to him a, man. talked to him a few days ago, and he's like doing nine shows in 13 days. I, like, man, I, I haven't uh, talked to Ops in a minute, but last, it's always fucking respect and love. I like that guy. Yeah. Um, so, that, man, you Red guys are crushing a bunch of Alberta dates. Edmonton, May 22nd at Mercury Room. Uh, May 23rd, we go to Lake Louise, and I think it's Stables is what it's called. Stables Stable. Pub? Yeah, Stables. Stables or Staples? Uh, Staples. I don't know. Staples. The world famous. <laughs> world. It's Staples. like a barn. Sign. It's Stables. <laughs> and then... Uh, Get your Xerox sign. <laughs> Friday, Friday, May 27th, we're in Fernie, and then we might might lock in a Nelson. God damn, these that. guys on the road. Look at this. We like ski towns. Yeah, it's a good Ski spot. towns are fun yeah. as fuck. Yep. I want to do a ski town tour in November. Like, yep. Some, somewhere in there. We could talk about that. They're fun as fuck. We might, might have a little some. We could hook up with that. We'll talk about that later. Anyway, let's get on some real shit. Let's All fucking right. talk about some what, what, what. what fucking, what? What's the name of that tour anyway? Faust Life Tour. Faust, Faust. Life. Faust. It's the Faust Life. <laughs> life in the Faust, Faust Lane. lane. <laughs> 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 Just waiting for that, yeah. Life in the Faust Life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Thank you. That was <laughs> uh, let me. Okay, you know what I feel like. You know, it's it's funny because you guys have done the show now a couple times, right? Do you yeah, know how many times like you've been what, on the show? Third or fourth. Third or fourth. Third or fourth. You guys are also guests on the now defunct Knights of Dunsmere. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we did one of the last ones, didn't we? I think you were the last one. Yeah, we did two what? of those, didn't Boom. we? That's right. They were like, after you, they were like, I don't think we can do this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I remember that one. I don't yeah. know. Nah, that, that was like medium contentious, and uh, it ended up being okay. But yeah, that you know what? I don't know if I've even really addressed it beyond, like, I think I had Spree Killers on the show maybe when I came back to Intergalactic Interviews. That might have been episode 66 or 5 or 7 or something like that. 
And uh, I talked about it a little bit, but Trevor was my uh, my co-host on that show. And uh, originally he had, he had reached out to me. and was like, hey, do you want to do the show? Uh, I got Vancy Buzz behind it, backing it. Do you want to get involved? And I was like, yeah, that sounds pretty cool. Let's let's talk it out. And so we figured out some logistics, did about two months of pre-production. And then I was like, yeah, let's do our first guest. And I was like, okay, we have Biff Naked on the show. Okay, that's pretty cool. And the numbers were looking good. But at the same time, I put this show on pause. So we didn't cannibalize the audience, you know, from one to the other. And then uh, the whole plan was to do that show for about six months and then start up intergalactic interviews again. Just, like, get a nice running start and then, you know, go back to this. And then, yeah, exactly, right? And then uh, it just didn't really work out like that. It was just kind of creative. It, you know, I, I think, I think Trevor's good at like what he does. And I, I think, uh, I think I'm medium at what I do. And, uh, Aww. I think, uh, I think when we were together, he's probably, you know, he's, he's got a great extra uh, medium though. Yeah. He's doing a great show right now, about <laughs> this, this like film podcast, which is really dope. So he's, you know, good on him. He, he ended up, uh, uh, we both landed on our feet pretty well. I think it's, it's totally nice. fine, but I'm amped to see intergalactic interviews back in action. Yeah, dog. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Well, I, you know, this new team here, we got Saavedra and Seamart on the boards. These guys are killing it right now. Absolutely. Should we talk about yeah. wrestling then? We could. I feel like we should. I mean, it's... We could hold it down real quick for you. Go ahead. Uh, well, no, be... Shoot Saavedra a question. This should even be a segment. I'm, I'm Saavedra, just saying... <laughs> shoot Saavedra. I, I'm, not, I'm not up to date in current. I'm, I'm not a so new-aged... Uh, that's okay. All right, that's, that's fine. Wrestling. That's 100%. I'm a little but, caught up these days. But, yo, this, this motherfucker's down. down. These days. Down. You get to, once you start getting back involved, oh, you're like, ah, I'm just going to watch I'm just saying... All right, I'll just stop checking it out. I feel like Sting was one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Okay, here we go. Sting is my absolute favorite, and he always has. I know. Why is that? Why is Sting? People I don't, I don't know, know. what we're talking about. It's just like Sting the mystery the behind it, and like Not just like, like his his persona, the way he was. He's like he didn't really say much. He just yeah. kind of like. So like what about like Surfer Sting? What's that? You were, were you a big fan of like Surfer Sting back in the like eighty like, Sting? Like, Not like, as much, yeah. but like when he became like black, like all the black trench coat and dropping out the fucking yeah, exactly. When it was old school, I was still a fan. I was still a fan for sure. But it's like when he be, he was like started dropping down from the roof every night and like he just became this weird silent like dude that just came in and whooped your ass and he looked badass as fuck. So you like doing it. crow sting? Like the yeah. 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 yeah, 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 absolutely. That's interesting. So did you ever see any? Did you ever see any of the stuff in his like? Trying to find a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah trying to jump in. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. yeah whatever, bro. Hell is knowledge. Yeah, well, did, fuck did, well, okay. Sting after WCW ended up signing with TNA, like Impact. And okay. So, which is so like this is beyond third, my time. That's like a third yeah. tier fucking. Is wax sauce? Well, it is. I mean, it's wax sauce. It's whack yeah. compared to like some of the other product out right. there. But he ended up doing this whole thing. Didn't he do like a whole Joker thing for a while after? Yeah, he painted his face and like dressed up like the Joker from yeah. The Dark Knight for a while. There's a really? lot of like that you, was really bad. Did that sting? Wow. Yeah. Sting. Damn, yeah. That's the sting I remember. Yeah. There's, no, you don't get the <laughs> fuck out of here. I, I don't know. <laughs> he always wore face paint. He always wore face paint. Yeah, he always wore. You're probably thinking you're thinking WCW. I think you're thinking WCW with Eric Bischoff yeah. and shit like and that. Just be clear. Just be clear. None of us are talking about like Desert Rain or Desert Rose. Like Sting and like none of us no, are talking yeah. about no, no, yeah. Yeah. No, no, that's yeah. what I thought you guys were talking about. Yeah, like, to, you to didn't like 80 Sting? piece of trivia, though, without Sting's, like, because wrestler Sting owned the name first. Because like, when he went solo, so 
Sting the artist pays Sting the wrestler a dollar a year to use the name. Wow. Get out of here! That's a hundred percent of that. Is that true? That's a true wrestling fact. That did you guys? Cool. Did you guys get down with Ric Flair? Or did you hate Ric Flair? Love Ric Flair. I fucking love Ric Flair. Idolize Ric Flair. When he used to have like Number the fucking man. like coach set, and yeah, <laughs> when he had like his little like. TV show in this show? Yeah, Flair for the Gold. Yo, that shit was crazy. I was mad young. Knows the name. Yeah, I was mad young when that shit was happening. But uh, yo, right I saw that, I was like, yo, this guy is a gangster. Like, what was he's it a called? Pimp. A Flair for the Gold. A Flair for the Gold. Yeah. And he just his fucking walk and, and like Yak said, fucking. Yeah, Don't they call that sty- styling and profiling? Yeah, what styling. Styling profiling. <laughs> yeah. Limousine riding, so, jet flying. So yeah. one, of, one, of, one of my new, like, favorite new rappers is Tory Lanes? Yeah, and he he's has fucking a, buck, man. He's got a track called Ric Flair, and he opens it with with a, a Ric Flair quote, and it's does yeah, it? Which yeah. one is it? Oh, you he's like, to do it oh, times, oh yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, fuck, I forget the guy's name, but he's like, you and me, it's time now. <laughs> oh, like, <laughs> oh, fucking, I think it was like, I want to say it's Machida, but that's not right. No, I, that's like cross. No, that's shit. exactly. <laughs> but all I'm saying is like, every time I hear that, because I'm just in the in the zone of the song. That's funny. I wonder but if yeah, it's like... Yeah. I'm on my Ric Flair. Woo! That's Bitches cool. love me on my Ric Flair. Woo! <laughs> Is yeah, that how it goes? Yeah, yeah. For yeah. real? That's yeah, it's super funny. dope. That's fucking dope. Yeah, man. Uh, yo, he's got such great mic stage presence. You could almost put up... Like, okay, technical wrestling. He's where does where does Ric Flair rank in technical wrestling? Yeah, probably like, he's the greatest wrestler of all time. All time. <laughs> yeah. He's the greatest. And he, and yeah. he had the greatest stage command maybe ever of wrestling. Right? He's in the pantheon. pantheon. Yeah. That's right. The wrestling pantheon. That's yeah. right, man. Yo, and he's also a, he's also an avid Panther fan. He is a, is he a Carolina a, Panther. Is he a yeah. Carolina Panther fan? He was in their dressing room before the Super well, Bowl he's last from, year. Is he from South Carolina yeah. or North Carolina? North Carolina. North Carolina. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's so he's not any, only in the Pantheon. He's, he's a Tar Heels. He's in the Panthers um, dressing room. The Panthers are out the playoffs. He's in the though. dressing room. Yeah. Who who do you think right now in hip hop has the best mic stage presence? And I'm talking like the best, like the best. Someone outside of the actual lyrics and music and everything. I'm just talking like this guy gets on stage and whoa, yeah. just look, just pay attention, like. You know, Prince just passed away this past weekend, Rest in peace. and he was someone who mm. always had like massive stage Amazing. presence, like just a like you you were just drawn to whatever he was doing. I mean, yeah, such he was wearing like high heels. He did and it with shit. such ease, so, yeah. right? Like it, it looked, he looked so comfortable. Up there. Very, very comfortable. So, like, who in hip hop has that right now? You know, who has that? I used to think back in '03 that 50 Cent had insane stage presence because, like, mm-hmm. he he could just stand there in a bulletproof vest, and you'd just be like, what? Like, his shows yeah. used to kind of suck, actually. Like, way too many hype men, not, like, really mixed well. It was just awful. But then, like, uh, over the years, you know, like, that's, like, what, 13 years ago or some shit. Um, obviously, that's improved. Who who do you think would fit that criteria now? Who do you feel off-hit? I don't know, man. The two biggest names right now are Kendrick and Drake. Yeah? To me. But do you think Drake has... See, like, I don't really think Drake has, like, stage presence like that, though. Like, I think Drake has aura. Yeah, the aura, I think, does yeah. more for him. Like, exactly. Like, almost in a sense, like, Drake can uh, can drop the first four bars to a song that everyone knows, and he can have that place fucking moving. And, that, and, like, and like, yo, hats off to him. That's awesome. But I'm talking, like, as every, every eye drawn to him for that 
or is it the music? Whereas I'm talking like someone who maybe has not even the greatest music can get up there with stage presence and be like, what the fuck? Like, okay, yo, better, yo good example. Travis Scott, man. Yeah. Travis Scott. Scott. Okay. Yeah. Tory, Lanez, man. Tory, Tory Lanez, man. Tory Lanez. Tory Lanez. Denzel Curry. I mean, I must have watched those Snapchats when Tory Lane was last in the city here. Mizzou wow. stage side or whatever. And I was watching the crowd just go fucking buck, That was man. nuts. Just, just crazy. I watched those over and over again because I was just like, what the fuck? And you know someone, uh, this this woman I've been shopping beats to, she's like a beat broker for the last, I don't know, four years I've been doing this, working with her. Her like main guy is Tori. So for a while now, I've been hearing about Tori Lanes and I just, I never really thought it was whatever, but now, now he's like crossing over big time. It's good, man. That's pretty crazy because you shop him beats to this lady who, who then- Yeah, like I have definitely shopped Right? Production to so him. Another, 100%. another like degree of separation is like he does a lot of like hook writing. So he'll get the beats, just write hooks and ship them out to artists. Oh, and he really? does a lot like <laughs> like Meek Mill and stuff like that, or, or he's write, written a bunch of hooks for him. So it's like you're shopping the beat to him while he's writing the hook and then shopping the hook. Reshopping it. Reshopping it to somebody else some and then like pushing it. World trade shit. That's like how you, mm-hmm. you put hands on something and add value to it. Mm-hmm. Oh, like it's your it's your coffee bean, Jacob. But Kelvin owns the wagons that brings it so that adds the value and then he sells it and then like that kind of thing. Like just Then we rack the money and then when we get caught we blow yeah. the And then we fill down. the wheels with coke. <laughs> You're like, whoa, 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 what the fuck? Can we just sell coffee? Nope. Not <laughs> in Columbia. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you didn't already know. Yeah. That kind of shit. Um, yeah, man. You know who I, I would have said like a good example of that stage presence shit would be like um, like the, the late great Sean Price. Mm. He had... <clears throat> sick fucking presence where like he was just I, I mean he was a big guy like a size like size wise but also that he he just like I mean he used to walk out with the mic stand that shit right and he would just rock with the mic stand up there like that's for crazy first few jams, yeah, yeah for at least right his first few jams that shit's kind of cool I, I like people you know that do that sometimes that's kind of cool yeah he's, he's you guys gonna rock out there like the four seasons just have four, four stands. Doing the same choreographed <laughs> dance moves. Thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. About it. Cherry. Right. Yeah, these fuckers. Yeah. I can see how that shit's useful though. It is. Too. Very, it's very cool. Because when, well, when I when I was touring solo and we did thinking about you, I would always grab the mic stand and I would stand still for it because if I'm bouncing around trying to spit some double time shit, I'm probably gonna have a heart attack. Good luck. Yeah. So I tr- try to avoid double, triple fucking time. Yeah. Saying, yeah. So. I can see where it's useful. Yeah. To like cut, like, because we spend so much time in our show being so energetic. If we did take a minute to re- to just chill and do mic stand shit, not that I'm saying we're going to do that or no. that's what I'm looking to do, but I can see where that's helpful for the full performance. Well, the, the yeah, I, I do it a little bit up. too, like with, with, uh, with the, the dancers up north when putting on shows with them. Um, I, t- I, I tend to like to use just the mic stand and, and it, it limits my movement, but I mean, there's, there's dancers all over the stage, right? Yeah. So it's like they're yeah. filling the stage, and I get to just like do my thing, kind of be in my in my lane, and just like operate like I don't operate normally. Mm-hmm. So I, I I appreciate sort of that like uh, that unknown, yeah. I guess. So like yeah. like the what can you explain the unknown a little bit a little bit more, like elaborate on? What yeah, you're just yeah. like I I'm much more familiar with like trying to fill the stage whether it's myself or whether it's with the four of us making sure that like all the voids are filled so 
if I have a if I have a chance to just grab a mic stand and just have like my little area, yeah. while like the rest <laughs> of the stage is clearly being filled, you know, by dancers, yeah, then I enjoy that. See, I that's enjoy what trying I, that out. Okay, yeah, I'm so glad you said that because yeah. like that that is kind of like what I'm getting at, like filling those areas. Like everything should be hype as fuck, and that, and you know what? That's something really really dope about you guys live. It really really stands out in the city. It's just how energetic as fuck people around you know like like it's it's pretty cool because like one thing i really like about watching you guys live is is you can like just pretty much dial in on one member and it's you're you're not like static you're not like just playing no. like you know right side stage side whatever it's like no man you're like you guys are wild jumping over each other and fucking <laughs> yeah. like leapfrogging I, and shit like <laughs> i have no qualms saying that Tell me, tell me an artist in the city that's giving you that live of a show. I don't know, man. Yeah. Tell me, tell me, seen. tell me who they are. Bring them to me. And let me see the show. <laughs> yeah, like I, I don't even know if I've ever seen uh, someone like personally. Like, you know, here's the thing: is the the scene is kind of like growing in a way where like there are guys that maybe were just doing like five minute like guest spots here and there not too long ago that are now doing like 15, 20 minutes, and they're they're kind of like filling this gap. So there's like this whole new gen coming up just in like yeah. a small period like even within five years from yeah, five absolutely. years to now like almost a whole another scene still some of the main players in the scene mm -hmm. but that's the thing like i i feel personally because people always ask me about the fucking vancouver rap scene they're always like what do you feel about this what do you feel about hip-hop i had a, I had a dude uh asking me the other day if i felt that there was enough uh beat battles in the city or something and I was like, I've been a part of beat battles before, and I just, like, uh, I don't know, it kind of gets, like, always gets way too fucking political and, like, popularity contest-ish. You know, it's kind of... It's a small city, man. Yeah, like, I, I remember one time, I'm not trying to be a prick about this, I'm trying to say Be this. a fucking prick, Be man. a prick, bro. Well, okay, I'm just trying to say it like this. Like, I remember one time I was doing this beat battle, and uh, this is probably the second one I was in, so it wasn't like I was, like, jaded or, or some shit like that. But I went into this battle, and uh, I don't think I went beyond the second round or something like that. It was like Stanley Cup shit, like four rounds or something. So I don't think I went beyond the second round. And I was going back to my my chair, like like literally in the crowd, like, okay, all right, guess, guess I lost. <laughs> just like, yeah, just like trying to be cool about it. Like, it's okay, you know, just another day. And uh, I went back to my chair, and like it just like struck me. I was, I was like, I was like, man, I'm one of like the few guys probably competing tonight that's like actually making money at this shit like for everyone else that is you know winning quote unquote that night i'm like mm -hmm. like okay but like what are you doing like what are you what are you really are you advancing your career do you have your publishing straight do you know anything about uh you know getting yourself placed in the right areas that kind of stuff like mm -hmm. do, do you have relationships with artists that'll be doing things going on tours mm -hmm. nationally and otherwise internationally you know so i was like having all these like Whatever, but at the same time, like, yeah, but you lost, you know, you lost. And in the scene, you lost. And I'm like, all right, I guess I lost, but I don't know. Two it, different battles, you know? That's right. And like, so I, I kind of, I'm like. We I, play the, we, we all play that politics game. That's right. Yeah. So I, that kind of yeah. turned me off battles for a while. I was like, I was like, I don't, what am I doing? Who am I proving this to? Other producers? I'm like, mm. I don't want to do it like that. I'd rather, I'd rather make records with artists that want to just be like, like, no matter what you do, you, go, you look back and go, hey, that was fucking fun. That was mm. cool. That opened up this door. This did that. You know, I'd rather be that than like that was awful. That was the worst thing I ever did. Fuck. Like yeah. who wants to be a part of that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's my thoughts. Yeah, man. I I feel like I went through that with with uh, you know lyricism battles coming into the scene yeah. too. Same thing. Yeah. White Horse. It's a small scene, 
and was easily, uh, it was easy for me to win those battles in a sense. But once I came to the, the bigger city, Vancouver, I was out first round. Yeah. And I'm like, you're like, I know I'm not whack. Yeah. I know I'm not I know whack. I'm not whack. <laughs> and That's the thing. Like, I know I'm not, but it's because you didn't go to elementary and high school here. And, for they, sure. and they bring like their fucking boys. For sure. For yeah. sure. And, and you know what? Yeah. Like to me, I, I look at that in a positive way in, in a sense that like I, I've gone a, a different direction. And thoroughly enjoy the direction yeah. I'm in now. Well, that's the you thing. I mean? Like those guys that I mean, I'm not even. You don't even have to say names, but there are guys that are like still doing that. Mm -hmm. Still, like we just talked, like how small the scene generation can be, like five years. Yeah. There are guys that have been doing that longer than that and are still doing that. 100%. And it's like, all right, if that's that's all you want to do, fucking cool. But if you do, you want to go on tour? Do you want to like be successful? Do you want to have like nominations and awards? Do you want to have like any kind of media presence yeah, whatsoever? Man. No up. time to you fuck up I mean? the flow like B. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no time to fuck up the flow like B. But yeah, it's, it's also it's not not everything's for everyone. You know what I mean? That's true. So it's like if you find your lane and that's your niche, it's like do that. Because you know what I mean? Because yeah. like hip hop as as a culture, there's there's so many different aspects to it and not everyone can partake in every aspect of it. You know what I mean? If you're if you're a good battler, then that's it. You know what I mean? Like look at the scene from New York even. You guys got that's like, true. you got Supernat. That's one true. of the greatest freestyles of all time. Yeah. Is he known as anything other than that? No. But he still gets mad respect in hip hop. That's true. Now Yeah, it's it's not saying yeah. that that isn't respected. I can I can definitely agree with that. Mm -hmm. But Yeah. Yeah, like it's just like most battlers aren't good songwriters, and that's not a diss. That's just factually like show yeah. me. But you can still make a career for like a uh, Pat Stay. Pat, or, yeah. Uh, or I, I can't, I can't fuck with Ill Pat Stay like no. recorded music. No. But he does his thing in that, like, in yeah. that arena. Dis or like say disaster, probably like, well, probably hands mm -hmm. down one of the greatest of all time yeah. in battle yeah, rap absolutely. right now. So, but you like listen to his music and like yo, some of his joints like his. Back against the wall, back against the wall. Like, I don't know if you ever heard that song. You're just like, wow, I thought you were like a murderer. But like, Diz is fucking dope. He's a beast. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. But then like, you know, you put him in that booth and it, it's just, I almost compare it to kind of like, like. One anomaly though. I'm what? sorry, man, but I have to say it. The late great idea. Idea. Now he had that, what's that song? Dude. Where he talks about like the, the demon in your own pants or something. What, you don't talk about? Uh, well, That's like his famous Famous got joint. a monster inside me. But anyway, he, yeah, he, that one. He, he, that he did dope. a couple albums with with DJ Abilities and Abilities. Maybe, like... maybe it's maybe it's the teenage angst in me, but like I loved him through and through as a battle rapper as well as an MC on recorded joints. That yeah. and, and and in most cases, I will agree that like I I, Ms., I think you brought that up that like battle rappers aren't necessarily good songwriters. And arrangers, but, like, yeah. But that but. was just one MC that I, like, fucked with on, on a huge level. Thoroughly level. appreciated all of his, yeah. his artistry. Yeah. And, and again, Crazy. that's not to discredit their art no, no, or anything. No, no, it's no, just, no. like, f again, finding the niche and mm -hmm. finding what you're good at yeah. and, and really excelling yeah. at that. Like, yeah. you know what, man? Like, Because at the end of the day, you just want to leave a mark on the culture in your era, right? So, like, if freestyling was my thing... And, and battle rapping was my thing, and that's how I could make my mark. I would probably run with it. But you're you know a great I mean? freestyler. Mm -hmm. You're a really great freestyler. Uh, I'm borderline, man. I'm like, I'm great. 
until I freestyle with the great freestylers. Do you know what I mean? I see. I like ride, that, I think I that's a that humble. Border, man. That's a, that's a humble approach. But I, I have seen. I mean, like, like I don't know, man. Like, like I don't even know how many rappers I've ever seen. Mm. Like, let's just say however many fucking. Just mm. throw an arbitrary number. Let's say. 743. 743 rappers. Yeah, yeah. All right. I would still put you in the top five of those freestylers. Because I'd be like, whoa, that, you're, like, you're fucking nice with it. You know, yeah. that, like, that's crazy. But like, yeah. that's I, mighty kind. I but even when, you, when, you're at, when, when you're, at, when you're at your best and you dumb out, yeah. the, like, that's special. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, like, really special. Like, I, I don't mm. see that happen from many other cats that are all freestyle. Like, there's guys mm. that hold their own and they do well and they're consistent, but it's like, there's these blackout moments that happen fairly often where you're like, okay. Eyes rolling in yeah. the yeah. yeah. I can tell by the look in your eyes where <laughs> yeah, it's at. Totally. You know what I mean? Like, and listen that's, to these guys, man. These are your brothers. Because, <laughs> yeah, well, I've seen it for years. I've seen it for years, man. Years. And, I, and I'm, yeah. I, I have no shame or qualms saying that, that I agree with mm. you and at his, at his best, if it was like okay, everybody brought their A game, he might be top three, better than top five. Yeah, and I and I mean that. Too kind, man. I appreciate that, and I definitely like. I love to freestyle. I'm I'm happy to throw my freestyles around, whenever you know what I mean. But uh, it's not my forte. I, I don't like to think it's my forte. No, like you, you, that's the thing. You're also a great writer, but you're part of a really great group that writes well. Mm-hmm. Like you guys, you guys take uh, dedication to lyricism, which is really dope. I, I don't. I don't ever see any filler bars. I don't see any filler lyrics. It's one of the parts of that I love the most about listening to you guys. This is like, like I listen to, uh, I'll listen to certain artists um, that are like, I don't know. It's kind of weird. Like if you're like uh, maybe just jockeying both the pop world and hip hop, and and you like, like bring up names like uh, like a Meek Mill kind of guy. Now Meek Mills is not like really like known for his lyricism or something like that, but in his like subgenre of like trap, whatever the fuck. Ironically, he is a lyricist. He is a lyricist. That's the trippy which thing, is, yeah. Which absolutely. is crazy. So you're like, okay, hold up, this guy's <laughs> yeah, lyrical, yeah. and it's like my gun. It's a gun, G U N into the gun, and you're just like, all right, that's not that lyrical. And then and then he's like, how oh, you gonna tell me what's lyrical? And then you're like, okay, so this is how you get your your props eventually, because you just you you muscle the opinion out of people just because it's like the only people you're being compared to is like Young Jeezy and like Future and like mm. Young Thug, and again, like all these guys are like just like yeah. really that guy that guy does the same music as Nas. Like that, you know what I mean? Like, cause when we we're talking like subgenres and shit, Bill O'Reilly does not give a fuck about trap versus hip hop or shit like that. He just goes like, Nas, noted gangster rapper, and, and future, known pop singer, or something, you know, that kind of shit. Like they they don't fucking know. They they just call it like it is rapper and rapper. It's weird, man. When you break it down like that. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just such yeah. a oversaturated, accessible art now that you get so many different genres uh, within it, right? Yeah. Like we were joking about like the rap that we're like they're not really saying anything like like kind of oh. like he's like but I'm sounding move ten mana and a woo woo and a real like yeah. you're like what are you saying bro but That's I still bump it exactly well yo that is exactly it like didn't uh, didn't Hobson make a record like that I believe so and, and it was ironically it was like one of his best, best records like, his ever. highest. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, dude, what a bittersweet feeling. Because I, I think I saw that on like uh, Noisy, like Vice's channel there, or whatever. And it's just like Hobson just accidentally made his best song ever, yeah. or something like that. Yeah. He's like trying to make fun of people, but then he gets the most applause. <laughs> <laughs> you're just like yeah. what are you saying like and that's what it sounds like it sounds like we're like ad-libbing that but no like that's what the fuck it sounds like and that yeah. i guess when i listen to records from like future that's what it sounds like to me it's like someone speaking through uh like a desktop fan like like you know what i mean like that's it's just like picking up gas on a mango like just fuck it just sounds like it and it's like that is super fucking cool at 3 a.m. when everyone's lights out, black out, drunk, just fucking mm -hmm. wild. Yeah. I, I love that because those 808s bang and you hear the hi-hats and like, ooh, ooh, panda, panda, ooh, panda. all sub. I love that. And you know what? I love producing that shit sometimes. But like, man, it's I, I don't. Too. It has yeah. its place. Yeah. It has its place. But I don't wake up to that shit. No. I don't like hit the alarm and go like, better put on some fucking future. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. Like, I don't listen to that shit. Like. Like I don't. That's the kind of thing I'm talking about, though. Like, like there's not like, uh, I don't know. There's like, what is the best morning hip hop music, though? Actually, I said Nas earlier, but Nas, <coughs> Nas, the song "Good Morning" actually is probably the best. best. <laughs> a record I used to listen to a lot in the in the morning. This is J Live. J Live's dope. J Live in the morning. It's yeah. good call. Yeah, we'll that is good call. Yeah, I do R and B and soul in the morning. When yeah, I wake up, more sense. I'm not like I'm not like I want to hear like because I'll be at four in the afternoon. I'm walking to work. I'm listening to like ASAP Ferg and Future. Yeah. Like, I'm on a new level, like all that. <laughs> I'm on a new level. <laughs> Bought me a new shovel. All that shit. <laughs> but in okay. the morning, it, yeah. Like, in the morning, geez. it's like John Legend, Frank Ocean, yeah. Al Green, Bob Marley. Yeah. Like, shaved, you know, I shaved this fucking beard to Bobby Bird. You guys ever heard Bobby Bird? I don't know if I've heard of Bobby no, Bird. Man. Bobby Bird is like. Uh, Probably most famous, he sang um, a song called You Don't Know, and that song was sampled by Kanye on the blueprint. Yeah, you don't know what you're doing. Sure, I do. That shit. That's dope. So, you ever check out Bobby Bird? He mostly does like, uh, like kind of like up tempo funk, almost like, I want to say like a poor man's James Brown, but he was like mm. definitely in that era. Like, you could tell. He actually did a record with James Brown. Hmm. Which is like kind of before features and shit like that, so that was kind of pioneer. I bump a lot of Charles Bradley, who used to dope as fuck. He used to do James Brown covers. That's right. Finally... Now was he the that documentary guy? that we watched where he oh, they were man. like he had trouble at first performing because he wanted to dress like James Brown, like he was doing his old impersonator gigs, but they're like, no, we want to brand you as something new, and he like didn't know how to feel comfortable outside of that it's James like Brown. Adjust, is yeah. Charles yeah. Bradley the guy who used to be homeless? Uh, is that him? I don't know. He's yeah. homeless, you know, but he was like, he was, but he was, he was rough. roughing it out. At, at some point in his life, he was homeless for sure. And he, the thing with him is, he got discovered when he was sixty-two. Okay, so and like that, his music sounds like it should have been released in the seventies. All right, yeah. Yeah. and you can just, yeah. yeah, you can feel his emotions oh, when you amazing. listen to his voice. Like he his. peaks everything he records. Really, he clips like that's that's just how crazy his voice is. They just learn to like deal with it. <laughs> like the people that he works with, you know what I mean? They're like he clips every track. Just, he just yeah, every engineer's worst mm -hmm. nightmare. Yeah. Just like, fuck. fuck me, fuck me, fair, like, but fuck they're all hits too. Yeah, fear. but they're still hits. You know I, what I mean? I don't know the name of that documentary we watched, but I would suggest that to anybody. Oh yeah, the soul, uh, Spirit of America or Spirit. Soul of America. America but like that, the, even the way the producers talk about him, they're like, yeah, like, we'll be, like, trying to write the song, we'll have an idea, and he won't be able to write, but then he'll we'll stop and talk for, like, 
about his life experiences, and we're like, yo, why don't you sing about that? And he'll just make up this crazy jam no on the spot and just shit. kill it and just kill it. <laughs> and then he has a cool story about yeah, it. Yeah, because yeah. he like because you when he, and it, yeah, you can just feel his pain. No, man. But that's an advantage yeah. to starting writing originals at sixty two. You got a whole life, life of, story. of stories, and yeah, experiences yeah. to like portray now. That's yeah. true. So the wealth of like yeah, that's very true. That's that's really what the sophomore jinx is for real. It's mm-hmm. is that you run out of the things that made you relevant, and you get to the mm-hmm. point. I mean. Not to be a dead horse, but we talked about 50 Cent earlier. That's kind of what happened. He had this really cool, like, origin story. Mm-hmm. And then, what? Mm-hmm. There, and then mm-hmm. it's like, and then he's like, no, I'm rich. And you're like, all right, now what? No, I hate everyone. And they're like, all right, now what? No, right, no, I'm just. water. Yeah, now I got vitamin water. They're like, all right, now what? No, I got like a TV show. Yeah. You're like, okay, now what? No, I'm just rich again. No, I'm not, no, <laughs> now I'm not rich. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's his weird progression. It's he's like, a smart businessman. Yeah. He is a smart dude, though. Yeah. That's kind of fun. Do you think he... What happened? I think, actually, last time I had you guys on the show, didn't we talk about he was just going broke? We were talking about his, like, fake bankruptcy shit. Yeah, that's or right. Is, you know, Whatever happened. Ended up not being broke, right? Yeah. I think we all called that pretty well. Declares <laughs> bankruptcy, posts on Instagram, like, a trunk full of money. Yeah. Out of, like, a foreign car. You know? I got all my money out the <laughs> bank. <So> broke. The one he had a whole roll of money to the side of his face and it showed him like wiping away tears and he's like I'm so broke <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like 100 grand and like you know yeah. ones I think the feds <laughs> gave him a hard time <laughs> yeah the judge was saying some shit like oh yeah how are you gonna say you're broke and then you're taking all these Instagram pictures of money he's like oh that's just for show it's not real yeah. like get the fuck out Dude. of here that's not real which is weird cause like that's actually setting like legal precedent oh yeah that means that there's going to be elite celebrities in the future that are going to be nailed somehow with taxes and just will will use the 50 cent defense of like, oh, it's all for show. I mean, all this is entertainment. Mm-hmm. You don't really believe this, right? All this shit's rented. All this, it's like, really though, is it rented? <laughs> like you have albums of material talking about how like other people do this and, and you don't. You're like, yeah, it's just, it is what it is. <laughs> it's fucked up. It's fucked up. It's I was gonna say, let's see. Let's talk a bit about, uh, you guys got new records coming on the way, right? Yeah. yeah. Faust Life. Life in the Faust Lane. What's going on next with the uh, the album then? What's happening? I don't think the album title is going to be Faust Life. I don't think so either. I think that was just the touring name. Yeah. I just threw that out there. But I don't know if, if we've, have we like, have we made it official? I don't know mm, if we've dropped the gavel yet. Yeah. And, uh, and right, so you guys are still putting records together. No yeah, contracts been signed. No, the recording's done though. Now you guys you guys are going to go on tour and probably stop off some radio show and give them the exclusive Yes, yes, yes. Don't want to give me the exclusive. No, man, it's you give us the exclusive, or no? No, we don't have the exclusive, okay, bro. Okay, these guys with their we don't have an actual. We can give them a song. Alright. Oh, like a we song? Can, oh, we can do song. that. Oh, that's we fine. Can, like, the, the I just mean like the album. Yeah. There might be a Actually, song you know what? You? We've uh, yeah. we've changed things up now. I can't even play your shit because oh, now we're on iTunes. What you talking? Oh about yeah. What are you talking about? This is just just for my headphones. From your party space to here. Like wait, so you just want a song? Yeah, guys. Just me. Like wait, you're not gonna link it to the audience? Nah. This is for me to consider and then laugh later. Yeah, song's pretty good though. Exactly. Letting everybody know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I heard it first. Like just some shitty guy. Like, yeah, that's where I'm. You know, that's where we're coming from. I'm just a regular guy. Regular yeah. thoughts. <laughs> just want it first. That's it. You know. Uh, look. Okay. So you can't really reveal album shit, but we do have like some uh, some other projects on the go. You guys are always 
steady busy. What's going on? What's going on? Know, like well, we can talk about the record a little bit. Oh, yeah. Well, let's talk about this then. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have a name, TBA. Well, it might play off the Faust concept, which okay. is why the tour is named Faust Life. So, you know, that gives you a little insight onto what might be coming on the record. But it's an epic record, man. It's, it's epic. It's long. It's going to be over an hour, about 20 tracks. Wow. It's, uh, That's a full I feel yeah. like it's a Dostoevsky novel or something, you know what I mean? Okay, it's here like we go. Brothers Karamazov, a thousand pages. Okay. Yeah. Are we talking like one minute cuts? We're talking like full length. Two to six minute cuts. Wow. There's a variety. There's yeah. a variety of styles, Got of content, uh, of <laughs> song lengths and concepts. Highest like... quality interludes, you can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, the interludes are like. The interludes play a crucial point in the record because they're segues. The record is broken down to uh, either five or three sections, okay. chapters that you could say, you know what I mean? And the interludes uh, mark those breaks and transitions. I yeah. want to ask production questions. Who's producing all this shit? Hi. Bow! Right there. Okay. What was the production like? How did you approach it on this one? I'm going to um, get real. Guys, guys, I'm going to get real producer with this. Real we started, we, okay, um, some of these beats started actually on the road that I would like make uh, with the radio tuner. I want to put this in front of you because this is important. So I'd be, I'd be making, you know, some of these beats, say while Ryan is driving, I'd be in the passenger seat just kind of building on a beat. And uh, so some of them started with that. A couple other ones were actually um, intended to, to kind of latch on to some of the hazing tracks from yeah. our, from our pre previous album, but they were just too good. So we just held on to them for the next <laughs> record. We were like, what a weird you know what? mentality. We, we were just like, like, you know what? Ideally, we wanted the hazing to be an EP, right? Okay. In like, my mind, it is. Yeah, like it, it's, it's, a, it's a... How many tracks is the hazing? It's nine. nine. It's it's longer than the technical so EP, but it's still it's still a fucking EP. Yeah. It's a, that's just so shut the sorry EP. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. So you're shattering <laughs> my image of the hazing right now. Isn't it an EP? I was like getting so mad. Perfect. Okay. So there were certain songs that that kind of were made around the same time, but we were like, you know what? We're gonna hold off on those. We're gonna tuck them into the vault for now. Yeah. So that's where some of the tracks started. Couple couple more on the road, and then. Um, more recently, we've just been doing like concentrated sessions, like overnight sessions. So we'll start, you know, on a Friday or a Saturday night and just go until the next morning and just bang out like different portions of a track. That's cool, man. Yeah. Just all the way through like that? Not all the way through, but like just portions. So you're recently, like kind of yeah. piece more than... recently. I mean, okay. yeah, like, you know, we went from we went from a living condition of all kind of being under the same roof to like spreading out amongst the city. So we had to make the best of like the sessions when we were together, as opposed to like when we were all under the same roof, I don't want to say we took advantage of it, but there was a lot of downtime where like things just didn't happen. Not and that's okay. That's okay. Because now when we do session, it's like shit's going to yeah. go down. You know? Well, you know, I've, I've lived with Mizzy and I mean, used to, like yeah, there were periods where of time where it's just like, okay, we're like doing nothing but this. Haven't turned the TV on in like two weeks or right. something like that. And then it's like, no, but then you forget. You're like, I live here though. Like yeah. there was a couple times where Mizzy and I had to like check ourselves basically and be like, I don't want to do this right now. Like I just I want to just sit on the couch yeah. for a minute. Oh well, yeah, because I live lives. here. You yeah, know? Like, yeah, 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 100%, yeah. But it's like you know, because it's a job, man. Like you, you go and you do it fucking non-stop. Like mm -hmm. there's there's very little off switch to this stuff. Like 
like I think sometimes people don't really understand outside the artist mentality. They don't really get the vibe of like you are always you. You're always on. You're always this. Like you might be an accountant or or a you know like I don't know like a fucking railroad conductor or something like that. But like when you go home, you're like not a conductor. Like you you get to be the guy who watches Netflix and that's yeah. your job. Like that kind of thing. Whereas like you are no you're an artist you're like you're doing this all the time if you're taking yourself seriously if you're giving yourself a social media presence if you're going on tour like you guys are if you guys are you know putting things together in a proper way you're always on you always have to be fucking on because the thing is it's so competitive that if everyone is at an equal skill level which they're not but if everyone is at an equal skill level in the, in the competition the thing that sets you apart is how fucking much you're on. How how much more on are you? Are you mm -hmm. always on? Or are you just kind of on sometimes and then mm -hmm. you go home and relax and you're a weekend warrior or some shit? Like that, That's whack, right? Mm -hmm. and there's, that, no, there's no hours yeah. to this shit, man. There is no hours to this shit. It's like you were just like, one day I've been doing this and I've been doing this seriously and legitimately for this many years. And then one day you wake up and you're like, God damn. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and now what? And you're like, all right, I don't know. Like, fuck it. I hope things are good. Because, yeah. like, you know, it'll just, life will pass you by. Life in the Faust Lane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. But for the listener's sake, are you familiar <clears throat> with the Faust concept? Please break it down for us, brother. Well, the Faust, the story of Faust, it's a German folklore tale, tale and it's basically, like, the archetypal story of someone selling their soul, right? So, uh, it was folklore amongst like the people and then um, I always I always butcher his name but Wolfgang Goethe you know Goethe I know how to Getze, spell it you know what I mean I, I, probably, I can't say it either yeah yeah right? so famous philosopher poet he oh. wrote the epic rhyme see I always thought it was, was like uh, I always thought it was like go, go Dr. Faustus go chit Go to Chara. I can't say. I, yeah, go I don't know. Yeah, you know what I say. Anyway, yeah. What, what was the epic poem you wrote? So he wrote uh, Dr. Faustus. Faustus. Which was about the German, like, a philosopher, professor, who was basically tapped out his, like, human knowledge. He, he knew philosophy. He knew the arts, the sciences, mathematics. You know what I mean? And he was a little bored with... Uh, with life, so he so uh, he made a deal with Me Mephistopheles, and and then <laughs> Yo, just like, knew him like. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, you know, he kind of made a summoning because he was looking into the the dark arts oh, and, and. I guess he, he was that one. smart. As a dog, though, right? Yeah, sense. he shows as up a, as a dog initially, yeah, right? Yeah, he, right. yeah he shows up as a dog, and then eventually they like talk. Like a canine. I find yeah. a poodle. Okay. And I think, uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's a poodle to be exact. I'm not sure what kind of dog, but yeah. And okay, then noodles. it's funny because the story is told in two parts, <laughs> right? And the first part is pretty normal in the sense where, like, yeah, he summons a demon, makes a deal, but it's very followable, the events, and you can, it's easy to relate to. Oh, he wants to meet a girl, like, you know, like very typical uh, feelings and, and desires and whatnot. Okay. But then the second half of it, it just gets like totally mystic. It's harder to follow, you know what I mean? The events, the progression of things, and it's all over the place. I mean, dude's and that making deals its as well. Yeah, but like, like he's making deals with demons and shit. Yeah, but it's it's the archetypal story of of the selling of the soul for greater experience, knowledge, and, and lifestyle, whatever, right? Isn't that strange how but that's like the repercussions one, of it? Yeah, as well. it's mm. strange though, like how that's like one of the oldest tales in time, like that archetype you're describing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That is like very weird. That that is like. Like, think about that. There could be stories of anything. And the most prevalent stories of our whole culture ever in the history of humans ever is good versus evil. 
and the redemption of one's soul versus like that's like mm-hmm. fucking that's crazy that is like overall yeah. like that's weird though and that's right? what we're trying to tap into right by like bringing the concept along is by like drawing on that on the collective buildup of the idea you know what i mean so if if it all works out like like we're hoping you know what i mean <laughs> then even in an unconscious sense like the ideas being used and thrown out hopefully tap into that greater collective subconscious you know what i mean because yeah, because the idea itself is so uh significant in our society especially within the arts and and philosophy and whatnot right yeah, man. so yeah no totally we're incorporating something that's played a much larger part than than people may be aware of on the surface i feel like i'm saying this like every episode lately mm-hmm. i don't know mike probably has <laughs> heard this many times but, <laughs> but but like i feel like i don't know um it's almost i'm kind of losing my point here i was almost like overthinking it because i've been saying it so much but like the fuck was i saying here i'm i'm blowing this right now every show you've been saying it every show i've been saying it and you know my mind was blocked it out right there just because i was like because i don't say it again i'm like all right what's going on (laughs) you know what i think you broke that down properly i'm trying to figure this out fuck Fuck me. Fucked it, bud. Uh, see what happens when you don't prep for a show? You know what? You don't prep for a show. This is the final show ever, guys. This is my- <laughs> Thanks for listening. Again. Again. <laughs> We've got that charm. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. The yeah, last shit. show ever with the kids. Yeah. Shit. You just shut it down. <laughs> Fuck. Hey. I'm going to remember, like... 4 a.m. tonight. Text all. 4 a.m. styles. You're gonna text 4 a.m. styles. Also, yeah. I, I podcast. See you next week. <laughs> yeah, yes, that's it. I podcast. Yeah. Um, you want to play a game? Say, Let's play a game. You want to play a game? You want to play a game? Play a quick game. You want to play a quick game that we play in the studio every now and again? Okay. Uh, what's the name of this game? Oh, I don't. It doesn't have an official name. Uh oh, I don't know what's coming. Do you just oh, do? No, it's, I don't know oh, what's I know what's coming. We'll call it the Flimitator. Flimitator. Because it's the flow imitator. Flow imitator. Flimitator. Yeah, we do this stuff. I think everyone does this. I think ev- oh, any, sure like, do. any self-respecting MC rapper out there does this shit. Because if you could do this, this is kind of a versatility in your skill set. Like, if you're able to... Like, actually, we were just talk, we were talking about battling earlier, right, Kay? But, like, if you're able to imitate your opponent's style in a better way, you kind of take the bullets out of their gun. Like you really, you really do. So like, if you're able to do that style better, I don't know. Do you guys have like go-to impress, impersonations? Well, not like we just randomly do it. Like if somebody's like we're running through like jams and we hear somebody that like we know or we're familiar with. We're on the road for a long time. These kind of things pop yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. There's all kinds. Well, we get all sorts of records that we get to listen to after shows. Oh yeah. Oh like oh so we're talking like indie local rappers. Oh shit. everything. Every all <laughs> okay. over all over. Oh, yeah. Mostly mostly just people that we've come in contact with whether yeah. it be local or be out of town. <laughs> oh Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so you <wanna> go? <laughs> okay, uh, you want me to start? Oh, you want right. me to well, see, you yeah. wanna start it off? You want to do something? See if we can guess what you're doing? Let's see. So I was on the road and a long time ago. Not even that long ago. And uh, I was talking about, uh, I was trying to do, how do, how do I explain this? It's weird. Sometimes when you're just talking on the road, you're just talking. Okay? Like, it's kind of like this podcast, but it's not recorded. So sometimes you're just talking. And I guess at one point in time, I said, I was on the road with Maka. You guys know Maka. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're on the road with Maka, and we're on our way to um, Rossland, I think. Rossland. Like, which is yeah. like a nice little ski town. 
And we're on our way out there, and we're having a, we're having a good trip, everything's fine. And then uh, I produced the song from Macca on Rudeman LP, some of you guys might know, called Natural Athletic. And that song, Macca does this part that, even though I produced it, and I've performed it with him, I don't know how many times, I still have difficulty doing this part he does. And it's like, uh, I can't even get it going to start, but it's like, bitty bitty boom bitty boom boom bye bye she's the type of girl that just won't fly by something like that and I just butchered it there so he's gonna hear this back and be like fuck you buddy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I love it it's all love team rude all team rude so anyway I said that to him and I was like I was like how come I can how come I can impersonate you and I'm like squad with you like I'm like friends with you like how come I can't impersonate you and he's like well who can you impersonate and I was like I was like, I can do pretty good emotions. And he's like, emotions? Like Dave Nelson? I was like, yeah. And he's like, how's emotions sound? So I was trying to think of like his single he had a couple years ago called uh, Wild Style. And uh, Stylist produced that shit. And it was dope, actually. But, it, but the, uh, the, the thing I was doing was just like, um, I was like, a sick of the ba ba, 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 where's the wop wop, a deep dope ba, a deep dope ba, a deep dope ba. And like, I'm not even saying anything, but I'm just doing it. We were just fucking dying laughing all the way on the road. And then, and then you know, for a while, we, we just talked about that, like just how I was like, oh, is it fucked up? Like how, like your flow is like your signature, right? So like someone can like even do something like that. That means like you've obviously done something to, to warrant whatever. But sometimes, I'm sure you guys are on the road, and maybe there's like some indie guys out there, maybe some demo guys, maybe some guys are still trying to get on. Maybe some guys that you know are imitatable that aren't that. So who is that? Who would that be? Oh, you guys yeah. brought this up, so yeah, yeah, let's play the game. Let, let, yeah, just, the game. let it just be. You gotta guess game. who it is. Let it just be known now that internally within ourselves we rip each other's verses apart. We've had some great <laughs> sentimental, <laughs> some honest sentimental work. Yeah, we'll and, shit on each other's verses so hard. Take yeah. each other's words apart and and put obscene shit yeah, in there. Like, and it's some honest work. <laughs> For example, Jewel of the North, international songwriting competition semi-finalist beautiful song like that comes from the heart it's great jake wrote this great i had a verse is about my sister i'm writing to my sister <laughs> yeah you know, it's like, like hey, si yeah. hey sister keep your head up i miss you and this is what we came up with it's like hey bitches go and do the dishes <laughs> it just gets raw where you're like you just take their flow and you like, say some stupid yeah, award-winning right? song yeah that's, that's yeah, from my like, sister bro yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, but that's how ruthless we'll get so that's, that's how ruthless yeah. we're, 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 we're we're haters to ourselves so like hey, not that this is hating it's just we we see we hear the flow and we're like I could do that nah and actually so let it be a disc I don't know if it's just like hanging out more and more with comedians and like having stand up influences on the show all the time here and, and just like in person just hanging out with comedians way more but the the guys that can't take themselves like just not seriously like the guys that are just I don't know like if you can't laugh at like what I was just doing there like it, I don't know like for me that that's, you, you kind of you're missing part of the, the point like the yeah. part of the point is like it's entertainment like it's funny like you don't, you guys don't think I'm not fully fucking aware that like there's like <laughs> at least a good 25 maybe 30 minutes of just empty empty <laughs> this guy <laughs> like like I am um, like I'd be stupidly naive to like not think that that exists you know what I mean like yeah. I'm totally aware and yeah. because of that it's cool, it's like yeah, let's go, let's go, let's get there. Let's go, let's go, let's get there. Let's go, let's go. Like, it's like I'm totally aware of that, and and to not be aware of that is like, 
you know, it's yeah. foolish, but I use it like armor, like some Tyrion Lannister it's, shit. Yo, yo, <laughs> when I used to live with you and your brother, G-Tone, shout out G-Tone, happy birthday. Yeah, happy birthday, oh, happy birthday, yeah. G-Tone. Yo, he, I would walk in the room and the guy would be like, my name is Mr. Vincent, I'm running like this. Because <laughs> that is me, you know, where I was like, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to do. I used to do good Mizzy. I used to do really good Mizzy. I used to go. Uh, I like Mizzy, Mizzy, Miz, and I'm lizard in the flesh, and the lizard in the liz, and he's just like, whoa, way too many lizards in that. There's no, no one says. He's like, I don't even say lizard that much. I'm like, yeah. So it's just like, yeah, it's it's like a fun joke, joking thing, and that's like we we just we just like to imitate people. You know what I mean? Like like who's this? Like, um. When a rap, been a minute of crap, been a laughs in a nostalgia. When I rap, been and I'm in the flesh and I lose. When I didn't rest, but I'm gonna get in the guess. It's close to home. You guys know this. Who's, who's gonna who's gonna jump in on this one? You know who this is. This is, is your game, guys. No. No, I can no. NWD is like Shout out, never mind. Yeah, shout out, never mind. What up, man? All right, all right. You got something for me? 33 kids, man. Fuck, it's so funny, dude. When I'm a step in the pot, I'm going to run in the pot. When I'm in the spot, I'm going to run in the pot. I know it's a life of time. I'm doing a terrible job. Was that Matt Zoe? No. 33 one third? No. That's not Mr. Fye. Mr. Fye is fucking. I don't know, man. It is. Mr. Fye, he's got a dope voice. Mr. Fye says. Oh boy, we're gonna run for a month. We're gonna run for a month. That's mystified. Yo, who was that though? Who are you trying to try to do brass? Yo, you know what? Oh, brass is like. He's like, he's just like the pockets knock, like he's talking to Mark and the Mark and they're saying what I mean, they're saying what I mean, and all the Bronco did. <laughs> Yo, who is that? Who is that? That's Brash. That's our boy Brash. Mercy. Brash. Mercy. 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 Now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Mercy. Yeah. Brash for the crew AO. You yeah. know what? I could probably do a little Jacob Ball. Oh, hit Yo. 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 Let's just clip the fucking mic first and foremost. Hold on. That's Jacob Ball for What? Clip it? Yo, You come the hottest on the mic. The clip. You got Monroe's like, How about this? This is like. Yo. You got yeah coming in like yo, yo, yo. It's like let me get the levels. Yeah, let me get the levels again. Let me turn that down like yeah. a million. And then I'll probably less. say no, no. something really loud, and then be like, yo, turn me up. Yeah. 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 Just like, <laughs> fuck. All right. This Jacob, yo, Jacob. You know what? Honestly, out of everyone here, yeah. I have probably impersonated Jacob on this podcast more times than anything. Because I'm always like, if Jacob comes up, I always be like. Jacob's dope. He rhymes like, yo, in my third eye, pineal gland. Matter of fact, archaeologists can't even stand. But the Egyptian pyramids and that which I am rocking, people don't know me, but they know the tunics they mocking and talking like some shit like that. I'm just like, what? That ain't wrong. No impression. That's the word. That's the word. Yeah. That's the word. That's the word. I'm sorry, oh, actually, the, the real flow, I, I couldn't even step. Charles the Egyptian. Oh, yeah, the Egyptian. Just like, shout out to Osiris and the pharaohs of the islands. And <laughs> 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 Some shit like that. 
my descriptions in my bio shipwreck. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I got more for you. You got you want more? Yo, I got. Yeah, no, maybe we should. Uh, I think maybe we should save this one for next round. We'll, we'll right. save this one for next okay. round. I'll All get right. you guys back on the way back All from right. tour or something like that. Word. We we'll get you All guys right. back. But yo, um, I've, I've, we really appreciate you so much yeah, uh, coming definitely. down here tonight. How can people Bunch follow up. you? How can people keep up with the tour and stuff like that? Rocket, let's go. www.kidsmusic604.com. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at kidsmusic604. Look at that Monroe, right? All uniform, so good. Uh, what else? What else? I don't know. I'm trying to get on Snapchat. Um, if you want some Snapchats from the tour, hit us up individually. You can find me as Jacob Evolved anywhere at okay. Jacob Evolved. Okay. You I can't like find me. Kids Music, kids music 604. 604. Yeah, I'm at Miznum underscore PI. Snapchat game. Yeah, right? Snapchat. I'm trying to get Actually, Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, Miznum underscore PI. Mizzy inspired my Snapchat game, which I think now is broadening. Yeah, I just like to do dumb do shit. Yeah. Yeah. The best Max is when we're just Thanks tour. I think it'd be really fun for Snapchat because, like, when yeah. we went to Victoria, we got a little piece of it. Like when well, when, when Actu when Actu was fucking like, "Where's the Wi-Fi?" I'm like, "I'm in the middle of this hick-ass bar in Victoria." <laughs> I'm like, "The black man is stealing the Wi-Fi. <laughs> stealing the Wi-Fi." And and people, every, these like old men that are like, "Shut! When are you guys gonna be done sound checking? It fucking sucks!" Like Jesus, it was they were harsh, bro. It's an aggressive yeah. environment. We had fun. You it know what? Time. It's going to be the exact <laughs> opposite on the road this time. You guys can go ch ahead and check kids. Uh, first date is in Kenora. What day? 29th. April 29th. April 29th. At Shooters. 29th. 29th. April 29th, 2016. Uh, if you guys want to follow Intergalactic Interviews, which we recommend, you I would... I would, I would definitely just go to intergalacticinterviews.com, find yourself a whole slew of episodes. And if you want to find previous episodes of kids, you just search. That's a keyword. Boom. Kids will come up. Um, it's Mr. Svedra, how can people follow you online? Uh, you follow so? me at the Svedra on Twitter. Oh, that's a very good one. How can people follow you on, uh, say, Instagram? Um, don't need to. Don't need to. Don't. <laughs> hey, Seymour, <laughs> how can we follow you on any social yeah, media? Yeah, here we go. Let's, let's flip the cam you. to Seymart here. Let's fucking flip that cam. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah how do we follow you? How do we follow you, Seymart? It's not, uh, it's not necessary. Not, it's not necessary. necessary. Shop smart. <laughs> we C love this guy. And if you guys want to follow me, you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, at MD underscore Boomsday. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, we love you very much for listening. Make sure you subscribe to us on SoundCloud or iTunes or both if you're fucking just dirty. Yeah, Let's thanks. go. Um, that being said, kids, we love you guys. Thanks for uh, Bless coming out. Yeah. Thank, 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 thank you. Guys. Great show, brothers. Okay, Appreciate be safe on the road. Oh yeah, check out Floathouse II podcast. That is the promo code. Save that money. Did we not move some of the tanks in here? Yes, we moved. Monroe and I go so far back with this joint because of our connection with Koi. We have moved some of the tanks into this building. See that? It all goes way back. And me and Kelvin helped them move in their Surrey location. Was it their White Rock location? They have a lot of locations. It's probably Surrey. They just say White Rock. All right, guys. Much respect. We'll see you guys next week. We love you guys. Boom. Yeah.